Thanks very much indeed, Al. So, 30 minutes underway then for the Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship qualifying session here at Alton Park. The top 10 drivers in the championship have reduced amount of hybrid power in the session. So, if you are 11th or lower in the championship, you can use your extra hybrid power of 40 brake horsepower for up to 15 seconds per lap. Anywhere you like around the lap, you can deploy it as long as the car is doing more than 75 miles an hour. 120 kilometers an hour you can hit the button and you can get yourselves uh, an extra 40 horsepower of hybrid deploy that for up to 15 seconds per lap but that's not the case if you're in the top 10 in the championship on a sliding scale so josh cook championship leader has absolutely no hybrid whatsoever throughout qualifying cannot use it at all ash sutton who's second in the championship can use it for 1.5 seconds per lap uh, maximum and then it goes down in one and a half second increments so Colin Turkington third in the championship can use it for three seconds Tom Ingram fourth in the championship for four and a half seconds but that's more than he's had in the last two qualifying sessions as the then championship leader uh, Jake Hill fifth in the championship gets to use hybrid power for six seconds per lap seven and a half seconds for Adam Morgan who's sixth in the championship nine seconds for Gordon Chen who's seventh in the championship at ten and a half seconds for Dan Lloyd, who's eighth in the championship. Rory Butcher is ninth in the championship, gets to use hybrid power for twelve seconds per lap. And Rory and sorry, Dan Robottom was quickest in free practice too. Tenth in the championship for him, so Dan gets to use the hybrid power for thirteen and a half seconds per lap. Eleventh or lower in the championship, you can use it for the full. 15 seconds per lap and then we get to the racing tomorrow on race one the top 10 have a restricted number of laps where they can use it uh, as well with fewest laps use for the championship leader uh, so far the championship leader in qualifying that's had restricted use of hybrid that's for rounds two at Brands Hatch and three at uh, Thruxton that's been Tom Ingram both times he qualified sixth and eighth respectively so we'll see if that uh, lack of hybrid has a similar impact here on Josh Cook. If he can qualify somewhere in the top 10, he'd be reasonably uh, happy with that. Uh, Sunny's out here, uh, for those of you listening in online. Uh, it's still pretty breezy and windy, but it's bright up ahead. There's, yeah, clouds in the sky, but not really any threatening clouds anymore. And uh, a few breaks in the cloud as well. Uh, so several drivers opting to stay out. Most of the drivers opting to come back in at the end of that first lap. Using the island circuit here at uh, Alton Park, got uh, the BMWs all in, Team BMW WSR run cars of Turkington about to go back out, Stephen Jelly likewise and just dropped off the jacks, it's Jake Hill who remember has not qualified off the front row of the grid so far this year but he didn't exactly look like he was setting the world alight in either of the practice sessions, the Goodyear Wingfoot Award which is awarded to best qualifier of the year, Jake Hill leads that on 54 points, Colin Turkington second on 50 and then Josh Cook and Tong Ingram have both got 31 points apiece. So lap time-wise, from free practice, as I say, the best we saw was a 125.8. And 125.4 is the lap record. So 133 is the best we've had so far uh, from the few drivers that have set a lap. George Gamble's about to cross the line and set another lap and gets down into the 129s. But we're still quite a few seconds away from the ultimate pace so still building things up as it stands Jake Hill the best qualifier of the year so far first at Donington second at Brands second at Thruxton uh, the other pole sitters have been at Brands Hatch Colin Turkington and last time out at Thruxton it was Josh Cook Colin has been the second best qualifier 
on average with a first, a second and a fourth. Last year's Goodyear Wingfoot Award winner. So we know he's likely to be there or thereabouts. He didn't exactly set the world on fire in terms of his uh, pace in pre-practice either. But again, you don't know what they were setting the cars up for. Though you would have thought they'd want to focus on qualifying with it being difficult to overtake around this narrow circuit. With the cars being so close, you've got to get a good qualifying done and dusted. Right, time's starting to come down now. We're not yet at real red-hot pace, but Ash Sutton has got the times down to 126.297. 127.7 for Dexter Patterson in second, 128.6 for Rick Parfit in third. Well, we've only had about half the field that have set a lap time uh, as yet. Ash Hand's gone into second place. Bobby Thompson goes even quicker, goes second with a 126.8. Bobby was up there in the top ten with a very quick early lap in free practice two. Looking to build upon the podium finish, his first podium in BTCC, which he picked up two rounds ago at Brands Hatch. Right, starting to get down to some more threatening lap times now. And... Ash Sutton and Adam Morgan now the top two, both in the low 1 minute 26s. Nobody yet into the 125s. Rory Butcher is out there. He's one of the drivers carrying one of the onboard cameras for ITV. ITV 1 and ITV 4 coverage of the championship tomorrow live. And one of the onboard cameras on Rory Butcher is a race winner here uh, last year and looked pretty sharp in the free practice sessions earlier on. Absolute best second sector time has just gone to Dan Lloyd. He's back at the moment in 17th place, but about to shoot up the order. And still in the 126s, but Dan Kamish now to the top of the times. 126.006. And Tom Ingram is the first driver to break the 126 barrier. 125.669. And that is a really good first flying lap from Tom Ingram, who lost the championship lead at Thruxton when he got involved in the Dan Kamish, Dan Robottom first lap incident, stormed through the field in the second race and picked up a handy sixth place finish in race three. So Tom Ingram down a fourth in the championship, but the Hyundai's quickest at the moment. He's making his way through Island Bend currently and has just done a personal best through the first sector as well. So it could be two quick back-to-back -back laps here. Can he gun for the overall lap record already here? He's not very far away from it. As I say, we're only four tenths away from it in free practice this morning. 125.484, only two tenths of a second away from that. I've got Adam Morgan into second. Ricky Collard is into third place. 125.9s for both of them. So they're both broken the 126 barrier as well. Dan Kamish is fourth with a 126.006. Aidan Moffat looking good again in fifth place. Uh, currently was fifth. Gordon Shedden's just gone fifth. So down to sixth place uh, for Moffat. Shedden setting the absolute best first sector on that lap. That's what got him up from the, near the back of the field into the top six. Right, second sector, not quite so quick for Tom Ingram. Tenth or so down in that one. So it might not be an improvement. It is an improvement, though, for Josh Cook, the championship leader, who's gone second with a 125.930. It's so tight between second, third and fourth. You've got Cook on a 125.93, Morgan 125.96, and Collard 125.99. Just behind them, 126.0 for Dan Kamish in the number nine Napa Racing UK car. His teammate Ash Sutton has come uh, into the pits. Dan Robottom on a personal best lap at the moment. He's currently in eighth place, about to come through. And where is this going to put the number 32 Honda? It puts him up to the front row of the grid. Second place, but not for long, because Alan Morgan is just behind him on the track and goes even quicker, goes to second. Ingram never completed that second lap, so he came into the pits. 
but he's still got the fastest time overall, albeit by just half a tenth of a second, 0.056 seconds. So Ingram on provisional pole, Morgan in second, Robottom third, Cook is fourth. would be pleased if he can be fourth at the end of this session, I would have thought, with the lack of hybrid power that he's got as the championship leader. Rory Butcher has got himself into fifth place, and then Ricky Collard sixth, Dan Camish seventh, George Gamble eighth, Gordon Shen's plummeted to ninth place already, tenth is Moffitt, Plato is eleventh, Hill is 12th. I haven't seen anything like the sort of pace we've seen from him in qualifying so far here at Alton. Ash Sutton is 13th, but he's just gone back out. Michael Creese has just improved to 14th. Colin Turkington, he's only in 15th place as it stands. Dan Lloyd 16th, Ashan 17th, Dexter Patterson 18th, then Edwards and Jackson 19th and 20th as it stands. Stephen Jelly's been struggling with the car as well. And he's dead last at the moment in one of the team BMW three series he's back in 29th place 4.3 seconds off the pace to rich energy btc racing hondas of josh cook and jade edwards coming closely followed by the third car of jason plato the 97 time uh, race winner in the btcc so ingram and cook first and fourth both in the pits morgan and robottom still out on track and morgan did an even better lap last time around with the 125.725. 126.3 was about half a second off the previous lap's pace for Dan Robottom. Sutton one to watch next then, building up his uh, lap on the outlap at the moment. Rory Butcher for Toyota Gazoo Racing UK, run by the Speedworks outfit of Christian and Amy Dick. Who team base is just 10 miles down the road from us here at Alton Park. Rory Butcher looking to kickstart his year really qualifying has been a bit of an issue his best qualifying so far this year is ninth at Brands Hatch but he was only 26th with a drive shaft problem at Donington and he was only 15th on the grid at Thruxton so Rory has struggled thus far as Gordon Shedden gets himself back up the order into fourth place he has gone I think he had his previous best lap taken away from him actually for track limits he was up there in the top 10 then he dropped to the bottom of the screen and now he's back into fourth place Gordon Shedden 125.891 so it's Ingram, Morgan, Robot in the top three Shedden fourth, Cook fifth, Collard sixth Camish seventh, Gamble eighth all changed though Shedden's had his lap time taken away again for track limits so Shedden plummets to stone last 132.387 becomes his best lap time that's uh, 6.7 seconds off the pace. That's twice now. Shedden has had his lap time taken away. You can only assume for track limits. I've got the message on the screen, but it's almost always what it is. It's sensors at Old Hall Corner and one at large as well. Uh, one of the exits to Nickerbrook, I think I'm right in saying. So they pick up if the car runs too far over the lines, uses more than the circuit to get on the power too early coming out of the corners tries to use that as an advantage and so Shedden now frustrated he will be Oops, despite his efforts despite a lap good enough to be in the top four standing absolutely stone last place 29th Morgan and Robot have now joined Ingram in the pits Josh Cook has gone back out so too have the other two rich energy BTC racing Hondas Colin Turkington has dragged himself up to 10th Jake Hill has dragged himself up to 9th place so they've both made recent improvements. 126-1 for Turkington, 126-2 for Hill last time around. Both going pretty quickly still. Ash Hand and Michael Kreese about to be released back out. Plato and Edwards come back in. 
quick out and in for them. Cook has stayed out on the road. Both the Napa Racing UK Ford Focuses are in. Sutton has dropped off the jacks. He's about to go back out. Kamish has only just come back in. Jake Hill gets himself up into sixth place. So this is more like the Jake Hill that we're used to seeing. Whatever wasn't working in free practice, whatever changes they may have made are now starting to come good. Still would be his worst qualifying of the year. But you know you're having a good season if sixth place is your worst qualifying of the year so far. Been on the front row three times out of three so far. Gordon Shedden has got the fastest first sector time, but none of it has counted because of these track limits issues. Tom Ingram's been the quickest through sector two, and Morgan through sector three. So 24.9 is the best sector one time, 32.5 sector two, 27.9 sector three. More and more cars heading back out onto the track as we hit the halfway stage. 15 minutes gone, 15 minutes to go in this qualifying session to set the grid for round 10 of the championship. We're one third of the way through the season at the end of the first race tomorrow. Who's going to start this one on pole position? Kamish has got himself uh, back into the top six now. And Plato improved as well, gone from ninth up to eighth. So Hill's started to drop back down the top ten now. So it's Ingram still first, Morgan second, Robottom third, Cook fourth, Collard fifth, his best qualifying so far. Kamish in sixth, Gamble is in the pits but seventh. Plato is eighth now, Hill down to ninth. Turkington in the pits, currently running in tenth place. Jelly's got himself up to 11th, so he's had a good lap now. Moffitt is 12th. Sutton is only 13th, the reigning champion. Crease and Lloyd are both in the pits, 14th and 15th. Patterson, 16th. Edwards, 17th. Jackson, 18th. Osborne, 19th. Taylor Smith, 20th. And then Thompson, back in 21st, was a bit of a surprise, given the pacing practice this morning. Chilton, 22nd. Hand, 23rd. Butel, 24th. Parfit, 25th. Rory Butcher, only 26th. Powell 27th, Hamilton 28th, Shedden still last, still those two lap times taken away from him, finds himself back in 29th position, he's got to get a move on here to get himself a decent grid position, be an utter disaster for Gordon if he starts at the back of the field, I'd say it's probably unlikely though, he's got the pace. Uh, right, Kamish and Gamble and Plato all out there, all working to inch up the table, they're 6th, 7th and 8th now as they go through and they're all within a few thousandths of a second of each other tiny tiny margins there's only uh, one two three places in the top ten three positions that are separated by more than a few thousandths of a second by more than a tenth of a second tiny margins of thousandths of a second between each position in the session top three have all gone back out now all on outlaps Ingram, Morgan and Robottom Josh Cook in fourth place currently. The championship leader is making his way uh, down through the Hislop chicane, through Nickerbrook. An improvement for Ash Hand last time round. It's put him up to 17th place in the car store Powermax to Vauxhall. Gordon Shedden is the only driver in the pit lane. And rear wheels off at the moment. Uh, pointing out that Rory Butcher, so the Scots not doing so well. Rory down in 26th. Yeah, which is surprising, given he looked pretty sharp in free practice this morning. So, And, and, and Ricky's fifth. Yeah. He also looked good in free practice. So Rory Butcher struggling so far. And 2.8 into, seconds into, off Into pace. pit lane as well. Just come yeah, into yeah. pit lane. And his brother-in-law is just leaving. Yeah, Shed's just on his way back out. And he's got to find something in the next 12 minutes here to avoid disaster. 
The other one in the pit lane currently is Tom Chilton, who is 23rd. And Ricky Collard, who's at the uh, technical check area. So quite a few on uh, outlaps. Dan Lloyd's back in 15th, which is a bit of a surprise, but he's just done a personal best first set to time of 25.179 seconds. She was pretty pretty handy. 24.9 is the best first set to time. So there's only a couple of tenths away from that. And yep, true enough, he comes through, gets himself into the top 10 for the first time in the session. Or was potentially about to. He's coming out in towards Lodge Corner now. That personal best in that second set to time. So projected pace is to get him into the top 10 here. And he's about to come through Lodge, through Deer Leap, and back into our view. So Dan Lloyd in the Bristol Street Motors Hyundai comes through does he get himself into the top 10 yes he does easily seventh place for Dan Lloyd 126.007 good lap for uh, Dan who uh, was on the front row of the grid here a number of years ago and he was uh, having a few rounds in the Eurotech Honda Jeff Smith's Eurotech Honda team so uh, uh, improvement as well for Ash Sutton but it's only to 13th place from 15th to 13th Michael Creek's fighting the wheel of the Castor Power Max Racing Vauxhall, the onboard view that we get on the ITV pictures, being live streamed on the ITV hub. And Colin Turkington is about to go back into the fray here. The BMW released back down the pit lane. The four-time champion heading back out now in the number 50 Team BMW machine. Tom Ingram, top of the times then, has just set the absolute best first sector, the absolute best second sector. This could, could be a new lap record here in qualifying for Tom Ingram when he comes through. He's done a 1.25.669 as his best lap time so far. He's about to make his way through Lodge and the number 80 Hyundai is about to come through. Lights ablaze. Can he get uh, his pole position time even quicker? Through he comes. And the time is a 1.25.468. That is a new qualifying lap record then for Tom Ingram. By 16 thousandths of a second, he beats Jason Plato's qualifying lap record, which dates all the way back to 2015. So Ingram extends his advantage to a quarter of a second now. Morgan in second, Robottom third, and Dan Lloyd did another quick lap. Two quick laps back-to-back -back for Dan, and he's got himself fourth place now. The 125.863. So Ingram, 125.4. Morgan, 125.7. A 125.7 for Robottom in third. 125.8 for Lloyd in fourth. And then 125.9s for Cook and Collard, 5th and 6th. Camish, 126.006. Did he three thousandths of a second quicker than his teammate, Ash Sutton, who's crept up to 8th place now. But Dan Camish might be about to improve here as he comes over the line and does. Gets himself back onto the second row of the grid. So Dan Camish into the 125s now. 125.793. That puts him 4th. Dan Lloyd demoted to 5th. Josh Cook in the pits is 6th still. Ricky Carlard down to 7th, Ash Sutton in 8th, George Gamble 9th, Jason Plato 10th in the pits for Jake Hill in 11th. Remember, he's not been off the front row of the grid yet, but he's not even in the top 10 as it stands. Turkington struggling a bit as well in 12th place. Osborne 13th, Jelly 14th. So the Team BMWs, the WSRs, struggling. They're all out of the top 10. Moffitt 15th, just behind Stephen Jelly. Bobby Thompson's just improved, but only up to 19th place. Again, one position there. Luke Parfitt's found a bit of pace, but only up to 27th place. And still absolutely stone last is Gordon Shedden. But 
He did his personal best lap last time round. That's not saying much. It was a 128.6, but I think this might be the, the one now. He did a 24.998 through the first sector. And the best is a 24.953. So he's only half a tenth down in the first sector. Does a 32.7 through the second sector. So he's about two tenths down. So you are looking at possibly a top four, top five for Gordon Shedden if he holds it together through the final sector as long as he doesn't lose the lap for track limits, which is something that keeps happening to him. So we wait for the Halfords Racing with Cataclean Honda to come through. Number 52, the three-time champion to go from last to where it should be top six. It might be even higher. He comes through its fifth place for Gordon Shedden. 125.847 better. Still more to come, maybe. Still got seven minutes left on the clock. Could get another quick lap in. Could even come into the pits, get back out again and have another run at this. Ricky Collard's just done a personal best through the first sector as well. So Ricky currently in eighth place with a 25-0. That's less than a tenth down of the first sector. 32.8 through the second sector is half decent as well. And he's only three tenths down at the moment. So he could improve by a place or two here. Could get himself ahead of Josh Cook potentially. We'll find out momentarily because he's about to come over dear leap. Here comes Ricky Collard then. Former runner-up in the MSA Formula Championship to Lando Norris comes through, crosses the line and does a 125.986. It's his best lap of the session, but it's not enough to improve his place. He stays in eighth place, 56 thousandths of a second behind Josh Cook. Josh Cook is 67 thousandths of a second behind Dan Lloyd in sixth. Dan Lloyd is 16 thousandths of a second behind Gordon Shedden, who is fifth. And Gordon Shedden is 12, 000, sorry, 54 thousandths behind Dan Kamish. And then Rory Butcher goes from last to almost first. He goes second uh, with a 125.654. Absolute best middle sector and a personal best in sectors one and three. So Rory leaves it late. The two brother-in-laws leaving it very late. But both up there now in the top six. Rory Butcher, second place. Could be his best qualifying of the year so far. He's 0.18 seconds adrift still of Tom Ingram. That's a much improved effort. So Ingram in the pits currently holding on to provisional pole position with a 125.468, the new qualifying lap record. 125.654 for Rory Butcher goes second. Adam Morgan, 125.725 is third. Dan Robottom, 125.781 is in fourth. And then we've got Dan Kamish, 125.793 in fifth place. Nothing between Morgan, Robottom and Kamish everything to fight for and that is why Dan Kamish is about to go back out tyres being swapped on Josh Cook's car as well the rear Goodyear tyres are being swapped around uh, so he's about to be released back out onto the circuit uh, or is he because the red flags have come out red flag with 5 minutes 13 seconds left on the clock and I think it's because Rick Parfit's car has stopped down the escape road on the way through the Hislop chicane so it's in a precarious position and yep that's I think the reason the red flags have come out. So Rick Parfit has uh, stopped. It looked like a stoppage rather than he's gone off. And he's off the track, but he's in a bit of a dodgy spot there. So he's out of the car. All looks OK. Uh, but <laughs> he's quite animated as he gets out of the car. What was that? A pop, he says. Yeah, he was replaying the ITV pictures very slow as he came over hilltop. And then, yeah, just pulled off the circuit, went straight on. And I suppose there's a worry if he's left any fluid, potentially any oil down on the circuit behind him, if something's gone pop in the engine or something like that as well. So uh, Rick Parfit out of the session. He'll start 29th uh, place. 
using the laps as the cause of the red uh, flag as well. So uh, that means five minutes, 13 seconds on the clock. Everybody back in the pits. The clock gets going again. What's going to happen? <laughs> Rip Harford is geeing up the crowd. He wants more of a cheer. Proper rock star, isn't he? There he goes. Gets them all cheering up on the bank. Just below the uh, second commentary box at Nickerbrook. Well, he's enjoying himself to a point. But he learned how to do this last year when we were doing the sort of driver, <laughs> driver parade. Yeah, on the back of the truck, yeah. It's very much his thing. <laughs> well, I'm glad he's still got his sense of humour because it's uh, a bit frustrating, the car stopping where it has. Frustrating for everybody involved in the battle for pole position as well, except for maybe Tom Ingram because he thinks, oh, great, everybody's got less time to try and catch me now. Dan Camish was about to go back out and he was literally on the exit of the pits and the marshal stopped him and said, no, hang on red flag so he's been pushed back down the pit lane now by five members of the Napa Racing crew and we push back into the pit lane apron so you got five uh, so the clock has been reset up to 10 minutes so 10 minutes it will be obviously they'll lose a couple of those on an outlap and another minute and a half or just under trying to get the cars up to speed on the first lap so they're going to get a proper sort of six minute run at this once they've got that out of the way so 10 minutes it will be for the restart. Tom Ingram, 125.468 seconds. It's the driver to beat. Rory Butcher, 125.654 is second. And they've got three within half a tenth of each other. Adam Morgan, 125.725, third. Dan Robotson, 125.781, fourth. And Dan Kamish, 125.793 in fifth. Gordon Shedden had two laps taken away, at least two laps for track limits. Put a good one in not long ago to go six, 125.847. But he's only 16 thousandths of a second clear of Dan Lloyd in seventh. Josh Cook, the championship leader, is eighth. Ricky Collard, ninth. Ash Sutton in tenth place. And it's George Gamble, eleventh. Jason Plato, twelfth. Jake Hill, work to do in thirteenth. Colin Turkington, likewise, fourteenth. Sam Osborne, fifteenth. Stephen Jelly, sixteenth. Aidan Moffat, seventeenth. Ollie Jackson, eighteenth. Michael Crease, nineteenth. Ashan, twentieth. Bobby Thompson, twenty-first. Dexter Patterson, 22nd. Tom Chilton, 23rd. Jade Edwards, 24th. And then we've got Aaron Taylor-Smith, 25th. Nick Hamilton, 26th. Jack Butel, 27th. Will Powell, 28th. Rick Parfit out of the session. Uh, we'll start uh, in last place in 29th position. So essentially, we've got another qualifying session for 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> almost a Super Bowl shootout, it, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> Superb. Yeah, and... No worries about the weather, that's for sure, because it's as oh, nice as it's it, been now, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, we, we haven't had a changeable conditions for a couple of hours now, no. not, not, since, uh, not since racing started, that's for sure. So, Tom Ingram, 246 races, 20 wins, 53 podiums. He's only had four pole positions, though. Looking for his fifth pole position here, if he can. His last pole position came uh, around the Brands Hatch Indy circuit at the end of the 2020 season. It was ran back in November, if remember, the COVID-affected season, which had a delayed start and a very late finish to the year. So it's the end of 2020 season was the last time Tom uh, was on pole position. And, of course, that means he'll be looking for his first pole position as uh, a driver with the Bristol Street Motors Accelerate Trade Price Cars.com team and as a Hyundai driver. See what he can uh, do. Driver that sits fourth in the championship. Rory Butcher, though. He's one of these drivers that uh, has got to play catch-up for the rest of the season now. We'll be gunning for this. And uh, he is looking uh, pretty strong as well. Last year, Rory 
certainly very rapid around Alton Park. He finished seventh in the championship in his first year uh, with the Toyota Gazoo Racing UK team. Basically stepped into uh, stepped into the position that Tom Ingram left, joined Christian and Amy Dick's team and at the back of a good fifth place finish in the championship with Motorbase and the Ford Focus in 2020, seventh last year and got three wins, one of which was here at Alton Park in race two, finished fourth in race one and second in race two. Pole position last year, went to Senna Proctor in the BTC Racing Honda and second on the grid in 2021 uh, was Gordon Shedden, another Honda, Halfords Racing with Cataclean as it was then. Third place was Rory Butcher. So got good form here last year although the team has had lots of bad luck here over the years Rory had a strong a strong weekend here at Alton Park in qualifying and in the race well Louis, congratulations ago. well done smile engines starting to be fired up now then so they may have got the signal over the radio from race control that things are imminently about to get underway and Alex huge congratulations is Rick Parfitt's car being towed over the brow the back of the um, Aiden, well done so. a Infinity pulled back in, and that means the track is now clear. Engines firing up. Yeah, here we go. Ten minutes of qualifying action. Tom Ingram looking for his first pole as a Hyundai driver. His first pole since late 2020s, first of the season. Rory Butcher is his nearest rival, but nearly two tenths of a second behind. Rory, though got to keep pushing here he's only 71 thousandths clear of Adam Morgan and then there are just thousandths of a second between all of the rest of the positions in the top 19 you have to go back from 19th to 20th Michael Kreese to Ash Hand the two Vauxhalls that's the first time after Ingram and Butcher that you see a gap that's more than a few thousandths of a second it's 0.1 seconds right there's a sight in unison synchronization all the cars are pushed into the pit lane reversed in pushed back by the engineers and out they will now go the two laser tools infinities followed by the three WSR run BMWs then the three rich energy BTC racing Hondas next up the two Napa racing Ford focuses Ash Sutton and Dan Kamish Ingram heading out now just down the end of the pit lane where is this pole position going to come from and are we going to get another different pole sitter this season three different pole sitters so far this year Jake Hill in round one at, at Donington Park in round two it was Colin Turkington and Brand Satch and in round three qualifying at Thruxton it was Josh Cook BMW BMW Honda but it's a Hyundai on provisional pole position at the moment a Toyota as its nearest rival only just coming out now Bobby Thompson and Nick Hamilton and Rory Butcher is going to be the last driver out. Definitely running out of kilter with everybody else here all the way through this. A deliberate thing, maybe, maybe so, because you don't want to get held up on a flying lap around here. And it easily happens when you've got 29 or 28 cars now, as it is, around the uh, Alton Park Island circuit, finding track space, not getting held up in a single corner could be critical. So Rory's obviously taken that view. I'm going to go out of sync with everybody else. I'm going to have the track to myself and see what I can do on my own. So he's just going down the avenue now as the cars that headed out first are just going over the start-finish line. Aidan Moffitt 
and Dexter Patterson. So Rory Butcher, got to keep an eye on him relative to everybody else. 125.468 seconds is the target time to be. Tom Ingram has been quickest in sector one. Rory Butcher has been quickest in sector two. And Adam Morgan has been quickest in sector three. Nobody's technically hooked up the perfect lap yet. That's always a compromise with the setup of the cars. Can't be quick in all, or quickest in all three sectors. Not very often anyway. So they start to build up the speed now. We've got seven and a half minutes. That is all left on the clock. Others are coming to the pits. Plato, Camish, Ingram, uh, Lloyd, Shedden have all come in. Vitalian as well. Yeah, it's Jack Vitell. Guernseyman. So they'll have even less time because they've got to do another outlap now. One, maybe two flying laps at this. Can Jason Plato do? He said he was feeling good in the build-up to this weekend. Felt he was on the verge of something big. 2001, 2010 champion out. Dan Kamish. Twice he's finished third in the championship, but once he only missed out on the title by two points. What can he do? He goes out now. Kamish in fifth place. And Tom Ingram, the provisional pole sitter, has just gone down the pit lane exit. So he's back on track now. Chilton, Lloyd and Butel heading out. Gordon Shedden heading out. And Michael Kreese is the last one out of the pits coming down the pit lane now. So it's going to be a fully busy track. 100% attendance for this final six and a half minutes of the session. Keep an eye on the sector time. See if anybody starts pushing wide. Pushing a bit too hard, though. Picking up some grass in the radiator is Jake Hill. That's coming out of Old Hall. And he's got a radiator grill full of loose grass. He's going to have to bring that back to the pits. And that might well be it for Jake. So it's been a really frustrating day for the driver. Fifth in the championship. He's on the team radio. Looking very animated on the onboard camera. And for the first time, he's not going to be on the front row of the grid. Oh, there was contact. That's why. And it was with Tom Chilton. who just come out of the pits. So that's what happened. Get a replay of it. Just out of view of the, the box, but on the uh, onboard camera now. We'll see what happened. And yeah, it was kind of unsighted. Tom Chilton came out of the pits right into the side of Jake Hill. That's why Jake was looking so animated. That's rather ruined any chance he's got now of improving. And he might fall further down the order if others get quicker because he's only in 13th place at the moment. Driver that's in first, second and second in the qualifying session so far this year. Now, personal best first sector and second sector for Colin Turkington. 14th place at the moment. 15th now because Aidan Moffat's gone ahead of him as he crosses the line. Can Colin Turkington improve? The answer is yes, he can, but only to 13th place. So Moffat goes 12th, Turkington goes 13th. That puts Jason Plato 14th. Jake Hill down to 15th place now. 15th, you do not want to be in any qualifying session, least of all here at Alton Park. Right, Ingram still building up pace on his outlap, but uh, Rory Butcher's just done a 25-2. That's uh, two tenths, just over two tenths down on the absolute best first set to time. But a 25.096 though from Dan Kamish and a 25.075 from Ricky Collard. So they've both had good starts to the lap. They're not personal best, they're not absolute best, but they are very close. They're within half a tenth of the best first sector time. It's the shorter sector though. It's the middle sector you've really got to get right. That run through Island Bend, over Hilltop, through the Hislop Chicane, through Nickerbrook. 
That's the big sector to get right. As Jake Hill comes in, four minutes to go. That probably is going to be curtains for him, I'm afraid. And there's the grass in the grill of the front of the BMW. The rocket ship is not flying so far, I'm afraid, today. Colin Turkington improves a bit more, up to 12th place, but he's still outside the top 10. Key championship contender. They are going to try and get Jake back out by the looks of the urgency, so they're going to try and get him back out now. Warning for Adam Moffat for track limits. What about Dan Kamish? Did 125.9. That was a good effort. Colin Turkington was the only one in the top 15 that improved on that lap. Uh, but we have got personal best sectors for Ash Sutton in sectors one and two. He's coming over the brow through Dearly. He's 10th at the moment. Where is this going to put Ash Sutton? Fourth. So six places he gains. Ash Sutton onto the second row of the grid. That demotes row bottom to fifth. Kamish down to sixth. Shedden down to seventh place. Uh, but Dan Kamish just done a 25-0-5-1 through the first sector. That is quick. Colin Turkington's also had a good first sector. His personal best, 25-0-7-0. So they're both looking like they might improve if they can keep this going through the rest of the lap. And an absolute best first sector time for Ash Sutton. 24.9 seconds. Nobody's been so quick through the first part of the lap. Can the tyres hold on for another lap, though? He's already done his... Best lap of the session in fourth place. He's on his own. Uh, coming now through the middle of the lap, through Hilltop and down into Hislops he comes. Can he go even quicker in the second sector? Pushing on hard. Ups, uh, sorry, personal best in sector two for Dan Kamish. So Dan is 32-5 uh, there. Dan could well get himself into the top four or five here with this lap. He's about to come through at Deer Leap and crosses the line now. And Dan Kamish goes third. Uh, so third place for Dan, 125.688, 125.7s then for Morgan in fourth, Sutton in fifth, Rowbottom in sixth. Ash Sutton lost a little bit of ground in the middle sector, but don't rule him out yet of finding a bit more pace here. He's down to fifth place, but he's only got to find 14 thousandths of a second to get himself back onto the second row of the grid. It's not going to happen though, because he aborts the, uh, the lap, or at least he slows down. I thought he was going to go into the pits, but he slows right down. He's going to have one more crack at it then, is he? Because he's got 1 minute 53 seconds left on the clock. He's going to be slow until the start of this one. But he'll get back around with a few seconds left on the clock if he wants. He's got time to do it. But has he got the tyres left to be able to have another crack at this? Tom Chilton, who had that contact with Jake Hill, is in the pits. Hill got back out. Oh, and time disallowed for Dan Kamish for track limits. That pushes him back to 7th. So it's Ingram fastest, second is Butcher, and Dan Lloyd has just put himself up to third place and has done a personal best, Sector 1. So Dan Lloyd in the number 123 Hyundai is pushing now to make it a Hyundai 1-2 for Bristol Street Motors with AccelerateTradePriceCars.com. He's making his way through the Hislop chicane at the moment. Fourth is Morgan, fifth is Sutton, sixth is Robottom, seventh is Camish after that lap time was disallowed. Shedden is eighth, Turkington is ninth, Cook is tenth. Then Collard 11th, Jelly 12th, Gamble 13th, Plato 14th and Hill 15th. Waiting for Dan Lloyd then coming uh, through uh, Druids now. Looks nailed through there. The front right and the rear right skip off the tarmac. Aidan Moffat has pulled off the circuit and the red flag is coming out. And that'll be it because there's less than a minute left on the clock. The poor old Dan Lloyd, he's not going to get to finish the lap, which had looked like a promising lap. Although I think he lost, yeah, lost about three tenths through that second sector. So he possibly wasn't going to improve his position anyway, I don't think. And that will be it. So Tom Ingram will get his first pole position uh, for in his second season now. The Bristol Street Motors 
uh, with Accelerate, tradepricecars.com, Hyundai team, and uh, with a 125.468, he also gets the new qualifying lap record here at Alton Park around the island circuit. Uh, with an advantage of 0.186 seconds. Rory Butcher will start second. Dan Lloyd will start an excellent third. Adam Morgan fourth as the best real-world drive car. Ash Sutton in fifth. Dan Robottom sixth. Dan Camish seventh. Gordon Shedden eighth. Colin Turkington ninth. And Josh Cook, the championship leader, will start 10th place for tomorrow's round 10 of the uh, championship. That, that was a hugely exciting qualifying session and it has produced... A rather exciting grid as well, isn't it? Uh, very impressive that from Rory Butcher. Kept us waiting at the start of the session. He was languishing down in the 20, 25th, 26th places for quite some time, but uh, able to put together a time that would secure second place. Dan Lloyd, very impressive. Third, going through the technical checks now. Uh, Rory Butcher is opening up the door of the Toyota. Mickey Butler from Goodyear is going around and checking the Goodyear tyres. And uh, Louise Goodman is down here, of course, for ITV to do the interviews in a couple of moments, which may mean that I can speak to Rory uh, before Louise does, because I think she'll be wanting to talk to, to Tom so I can talk to Rory, which will be... Good news. Rory, get your helmet off. I'll allow you uh, a moment to see the team, of course, and uh, be congratulated by the team. Local team, of course, so very close to Alton Park. It's going to set them up for a good weekend this weekend, not just um, with good pace being shown by Rory, but, of course, uh, probably the best pace of the year so far, shown by a learning, in his own words, Ricky Collard who is down there in 11th place. So Tom Ingram is now in the technical check area. The helmet is off, and I'll see if I can have a word for, for Rory. Dan Lloyd's getting the cheers in the background from the team, and I will have a word with Rory. You kept us waiting, Rory. I, I, I was worried about you. Clearly you weren't worried, but... A little bit. A little bit, <laughs> were you? Yeah, like... Uh... Got done for track limits on that first lap. It wasn't a good lap anyway, but I didn't really know where I'd gone wrong, so it was a bit tricky. And uh, on that last that lap there, it was uh, it must it was a good one because when I went out for that third at the end, couldn't get near it. I think I gave everything. Yeah, Aye. That was it. And this is a circuit that when you've given it everything, boy, do you know you have. Go on, take a drink of water. I'll I'll allow you. Just pour it in, mate. <laughs> Oh, what an amazing uh, car today. Um, we had, uh, had an issue with the engine the last couple of rounds, and we've changed the engine for this event. The guys are up till 10, 11 o'clock last night, swapping them. Okay. Oh, man, a bit of pressure on me today. to make. Thank you, you know. <laughs> well done, Rory. Thank you for having a chat to me. I'll see if I can talk also to Dan Lloyd, who got a lovely reception from the team down here in, in Park Fair, mate. And... Uh, there you go, Dan. That's what we want from you. That's better. You, you don't you want to call me a donkey now? No, I certainly will not. No, I promise I won't. That's super. Well done. Yeah, I'm over the moon with that. We, the pace was great. I just didn't have a best of a first and a second run, and the pressure was really on. Um, so I'm just really pleased 
it's tough in those situations when you know your car's quick enough to be right at the front and um, you sat there thinking I could be easily 10th here yeah, which yeah. is going to be a different weekend so just trying to get it all together and um, yeah really pleased with the lap then I did at the end so yeah thanks to the team and yeah really really great job it took to the, to the second half of the season for you to be able to show us what what you were capable of doing in the car you were in last year um, you've got there a bit quicker this year yeah definitely that was always a plan it's always a challenge getting used to a new car new car exactly and also you know finding my feet in the sweet spot for myself what what's worked for tom hasn't worked for me so far so we've had to find our own way so um this is the first weekend where we've been making little tweaks instead of just changing a lot of things and obviously it's worked all right that <laughs> it certainly has understatement i think dan well done congratulations tingram is doing his itv interview it's got the uh, telly cameras down here and uh, and Louise Goodman is down here and Rory is coming over for his interview with Louise Goodman. And I'm afraid for Tingram, it's going to be one interview straight after another, I think, because uh, he hands over the baton to Rory Butcher, who's about to be live on ITV live streaming service. And I'll... Uh, follow Tingram around the car looking for him and say oh oh well done Thank you. Uh, so uh, was the car vastly different in qualifying having got that little bit of hybrid uh, deployment yes <laughs> I thought you might say that simple answer yes it felt the dogs the dogs did it, yeah, absolutely right. It just felt fantastic, you know, really, really pleased to be able to hook it up. And for a circuit that's never been good for me in the past, I've always had utter chaos here. I've never been able to get a lap together. Thanks, buddy, and to you, mate. Never been able to get a lap, never been able to get a race out of it. I've never had a podium here. It's just been one of those circuits that's never done well. Can I ask you a question? Because I know you are mentally very strong and able to, to take a question like this. Does it affect your build-up, your run-up towards uh, a weekend like this or not? If anything, it makes me a little bit more kind of determined to try and finally overturn it. I, I've been saying that for the last seven years, it feels like, maybe more, that I've had chaos here. Um, so, yeah, I'm always trying to, always trying to turn it around. But I just said to Louise, and I think it's almost been a slight byproduct of having a good start to the year historically, because we've always kind of come here heavy in ballast, and, and, and then you're playing catch-up over the course of the day, really, because you qualify rubbish, and you have a rubbish race one. And, and this weekend, it's quite the opposite for you. Absolutely. And because of that, it means we still have a slight amount of hybrid deployment, which means the car we focus on being good. We focus on it making it better, feeling like it should do. That's the best car I've driven around Norton Park. Honestly, phenomenal. They've done a, a great job. Norton Park, traditionally, is a circuit that um, when you do have a good car and you do get a good lap together, it rewards the driver. You just get a smile on the face and it feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely does. And I did my first lap and I think I did a six on my first lap and I thought that felt that felt really, really good. <laughs> came in for the second set and I went and did a four. I'm thinking, this is even better. It can't get any better. And, you know, sometimes you end up overdriving the second, the second run. So to be able to keep it in, in control and, and, and it just feel fantastic. I'm so, so pleased. Oh, well done, Tingram. Well done. Many congratulations. Tom Ingram takes pole position in what was a thrilling qualifying session and we heard from the top three. I might see if I can uh, get a few more. How are we doing on, uh, on uh, collecting up um, potentially vehicles and getting our next yeah, race? Yeah, no, no cars released onto the circuit okay, yet for which Super is Cup. So uh, really good summer, news. Yeah. So I might see if I can chat to a few more of the... Uh, drivers first uh, poll for um, Tom Ingram is a, 
an Accelerate driver, but also it's the first pole for a Hyundai and the first pole for Accelerate. So Justina Williams is going to be absolutely chuffed with that. Uh, well, we encouraged Justina Williams to be on the podium because yeah. <laughs> uh, when she was at the start of the year, it was a, a real breath of fresh air. She was so delighted and so enthusiastic. It was uh, absolutely wonderful. And uh, the team are uh, going great guns. Let's remind ourselves how fresh this team are to the BTCC. Um, they really are one of the newcomers. Yeah, it's their fourth year, isn't it? it, it absolutely, it is. And uh, incredibly impressive what they're doing. Let me see if I've got any more drivers around. By the way, Al, one point yes. for qualifying on pole puts Tom Ingram on 112 points. It means he's on the same points as Colin Turkington now. Got so joint third, except... Get this, uh, they both had a win, they both had two seconds, neither of them have had a third, and Collins had two fourths, Tom's had one. So, by virtue of one more fourth place finish, Tom still, uh, sorry, Collins still remains third in the championship. So, what really was the story for the Team BMW, the WSR run BMWs? Because every year we come to Alton Park and we say it's really a, a, a rear wheel drive circuit, you know, we expect that to be to be the case heading into the weekend. Uh, the two BMWs, the car gods, the Sicily Motorsport team, um, uh, went better than the team BMW cars. So mm. I, I fancy there's a problem there. Um, and I might see if I can speak to uh, one of the team and, and, and see what they were up against during that session because uh, I think that comes as a little bit of a surprise, doesn't it? Yeah, they uh, look like they've been struggling a bit in free practice. You never quite tell, can you? But, but you, we never know, do we? You never quite thing. know, although generally people have gone well in free practice have gone then well in the, in the qualifying sessions this year at well, some I, point or another. They never I, quite look to be there, have they? I've got weekend? someone to ask because I'm going to have a little chat to, uh, to, to Jake Hill. You're right, Jake. Not bad, yeah. I, I'm, well, I'm all right, but I need to know the story. Um, we expected these cars to be maybe a little higher. I'm sure you did too. Yeah, we did. Um, What's up? I don't know. I mean, the, on the honest answer is, you know, car the cars all feel pretty good. I think we're, we're all in agreement. You know, we struggled a little bit through the slow stuff this morning, but nothing major. You know, we had far bigger problems at the likes of Thruxton, and, you know, we were still right there. But um, the honest answer is, I think, uh, you know, we're, we're, we seem to be a, a little bit down on the, on the power side, and it's um, hindering us quite a lot. Uh, you know that this extends the time of your brief this evening. It does, yeah. So that means I've, I've got to put up with uh, two hours and a half, probably, of, of Dick Bennett's debrief. But that's no, fine. Um, it's just frustrating because, you know, um, especially for me and Colin. Colin's obviously mani managed to get inside the top ten, which is good, or tenth. But, um, yeah, but You had a little issue on track, didn't you? I did, yeah. Um, uh, Tom Chilton came out of the pit lane and basically didn't see me and turned turn stage left as I was right next to him. So, um, yeah, I, he, he came and apologised, so I respect him for that. Um, but ultimately, he knows better than that. You know, he, oh, it's a blind spot. It always has been. You you know, I always have the rule. You come out of the pit lane and you just have a lift out the throttle just for a couple of seconds. And by that time, if there is anyone in your blind spot, they would have come past, you know. But I think it was so near the end of the session, he was so concentrating on trying to get a lap in, so he was flat out. And ultimately, it's a misjudgment on his side. But, you know, it's annoying because I, I just, it's so hard to, for the rear-wheel drive cars, it's so hard to be quicker through Turn 1 because, because they take a big cut of the grass. And so it drags all the, all the rubbish onto the circuit, all the grass and the, and the soil and everything. 
So what that means is for us rear-wheel drive cars that can't take it, we have to take the normal line, and it gets slower and slower and slower. So I managed to go up by nearly half a tenth through turn one just as Tom came across. So I was gutted because I managed to find it while I was missing. So I'm, g- I'm glad the two of you have had a chat. It's also Tom Chilton is a person that it is, it is actually impossible to be grumpy with Tom Chilton because, <laughs> because he is that likeable fellow and came up and apologised. I was a bit grumpy with him on my inlap. But I'm sure you were, yeah. But, but when faced with a Chilton right in front of you, you can't stay grumpy, can you? No, he came and said he's really sorry. So, again, I do, I do appreciate that a lot, you know. Um, but it's, it's just annoying, you know, it's annoying. And, and ultimately, you know, we I, you know, we had to do a, a hard job in keeping the thing out of the wall because it hit, it hit quite hard. Then I'd be annoyed, uh, whether Tom's a nice bloke or not. But uh, it's one of those, it's done and dusted. We are where we are. We've just got to crack on tomorrow. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for talking to us uh, at length down in the garage. Thank you very much indeed. That was a good little insight. Sometimes when you um, walk down the pit lane after a a qualifying session and you get a driver chatting uh, away from the top three Park Fairmay situation, then they uh, uh, are a little bit more insightful. And that that was um, a fascinating insight, wasn't it? Yeah, it was power issues. And then getting that car turned in through turn ones where the, the BMWs uh, says Jake Hill have been uh, been lucky. I did see Tom Chilton coming down to uh, to the garage, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, not surprised that he apologised because that's kind of kind of bloke, isn't he? Rather than just uh, uh, well, yeah, and and um, I, I reiterate, it it would be impossible <laughs> yeah, to uh, yeah. to stay mean. grumpy yeah. with Tom Chilton. It would be like arguing with a kitten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that's the quote of the weekend. <laughs> Uh, right, so, uh, well done, Al. We've heard, heard from the top three, Tom Ingram, uh, Rory Butcher and Dan Lloyd. Heard from a uh, lot of happy Jake Hill, but uh, you never know with Jake. He could come storming through. He's got to start 15th on the grid. His teammates, not that much better off. Stephen Jelly, 12th. Colin Turkington tonight. So just to wrap up uh, that before we go into Super Cup, because there's some changes to talk about in the next race uh, as well. Uh, Tom Ingram, Rory Butcher and Dan Lloyd, the top three. Adam Morgan, fourth. Ash Sutton, fifth. He looked happy with that as well when he got out of the car. Uh, he was Congratulated happy. by his team. I, I just walked past him in uh, in the paddock and he was uh, giggling and chuckling as yeah. he walked down. Big, broad smile on his face. So, yep, he's happy with that. Yeah, I think so. Brandy one didn't have a great deal of... Um, availability of hybrid in that session either. So good effort from him. Dan Robottom in sixth, and then Dan Camish seventh. Would have been better if he'd uh, had that last lap allowed, but track limits was an issue. was an issue earlier in the session for Gordon Shedden as well. He was eighth. Colin Turkington ninth. Josh Cook in tenth. So that's about where it seems to affect them on all the tracks. The, the drivers that have gone into a qualifying session with zero hybrid as championship leaders, six, eighth and tenth now have been the th- three qualifying results two for Tom Ingram and then that 10th place for Josh Cook so it keeps you kind of in the mix but it does certainly penalise you so 10th place for Josh another driver looking for his first podium at Alton Park uh, 11th was Ricky Collard 12th Stephen Jelly uh, 13th George Gamble 14th Jason Plato 15th Jake Hill 16th Sam Osborne 17th Ada Moffitt 18th was Ollie Jackson 19th Bobby Thompson 20th Michael Crease, 21st Ashan, 22nd Dexter Pat- Patterson 23rd Tom Chilton 24th Jade Edwards 24th 5th, Aaron Taylor-Smith, 26th, Jack Butel, 27th, Nick Hamilton, 28th was Will Powell, and 29th, Rick Parfitt, whose car brought about the uh, red flag. So, um, I have an update from Simon Pace, who oversees the media for uh, Ginettas, and 
sent me a message about the grid, which is going to be different to what we expected for the GT4 Super Cup race that's coming up now, because the following drivers were removed from the results due to non-compliant ride heights. So, Henry Dawes, number 58, Darren Lung, number 22, Colin White, number 78, and Mike Brown, number 20, will all have to start at the back of the grid uh, and pot uh, potentially uh, with a 10-second time penalty, but that... Uh, is to be confirmed. Uh, so that means the whole grid has changed. The entry list you'll find on page 56 of your programme. The car's heading off onto the green flag lap for what's going to be their first 20-minute race uh, of the weekend. So with those changes, those four drivers penalised for uh, ride height technical fail checks, uh, the grid is now going to shape up like this. So on pole position, no change there. James Kellett utterly dominant in the first weekend of the season both in qualifying and in all three races in his G56 at Brands Hatch number 6 starts on pole position number 21 Josh Ratican starts second 7 Aston Miller the Ginetta Junior champion from last year starts third at Reese Summerfield second most experienced driver ever in the Super Cup starts in fourth place uh, in car number 12 row 3 we've got 27 Tom Empson and 32 Wes Pearce row 4 84 Blake Anglis and 26 Luke Reed. row 5 66 James Taylor and 33 as uh, an additional entry to the programme Josh Poulain Poulain spelled P-O-U-L-A-I-N uh, row 6 31 Daniel Morris and 23 Gary Townsend, row 7, Ian Duggan, number 8, and 77, Connor Garlick. Row 8, 24, James Townsend, and 40, Nick Halstead. Row 9, 11, Luke War, and 58, Henry Dawes. Uh, so, 58, Henry Dawes. 22, Darren Lung, who's on the 10th row. 78, Colin White, who's also on the 10th row. And 20, Mike Brown, on the 11th row of the grid. They're the four that have been put to the back of the grid. Uh, for this ride height non-compliance. It doesn't say on the amended grid about a 10-second delayed start, so I think they're just going to start at the back of the grid, but not with a 10-second uh, delay. So that brings you up to speed uh, with the goings-on after qualifying in Super Cup. They've got the uh, four different classes now, two different categories of car, the brand-new V8-powered, beautiful Ginetta G56s, 6.2-litre V8 engines, 500 brake horsepower and a top speed of 165 miles an hour. Then there's the uh, G55 cars, which have always been involved in the Super Cup for the last decade or so. And they have still very powerful 3.7-litre V6 engines, about 355 brake horsepower and a top speed of about 150 miles an hour. You've got pros and ams in each of those two categories. So there are four, effectively, four separate championships being fought out here. James Kellett, we've only had one round. That was at Brands Hatch. James Kellett, who's on pole position, car number six, is the... Overall G56 Pro Championship leader, three wins out of three. Uh, Darren Lung, two wins out of three at Brands Hatch. It's the G56 AM class leader, but starting in this one at the back of the grid. And the G55's Blake Anglis in his second season of the championship uh, with the Rosalind Gold Racing Century Motorsport squad. Two wins, class wins for him uh, in the G55's at Brands Hatch. Puts him top of the G55 Pros. And Ian Duggan is the G55 AM class leader. Got two class wins at Brands Hatch as well. Uh, so that's the way the championship stands as we're about to go into what's going to be round four of the championship. It's a 20-round championship for the 2022 season. And the green flags are were about to be waved at the back of the grid. But I think somebody's got an issue. So I can see Marshall's just heading off down through Deer Leap. And it might be that we get a slightly delayed start here. Uh, because, uh, yeah, delayed start board comes out. They're about to wave the green flags and then somebody 
was waving at the marshals, I think. Caught their attention and problem with one of the cars, but it's out of sight from the commentary box because it's down the dip uh, with such a big field of cars that we've got on these G56s and G55s that the tail enders can't even really see the start-finish line. They're down the kink on that uh, dip down from Deer Leap down towards Lodge Corner. So it's going to be a delayed start for this one and potentially then they have to do, I think, another formation lap. And yet the safety car... Scott Stringfellow and Kieran Salmon's heads back in that fantastic Ginetta safety car, back down onto the grass, and I'll spin it around, and yeah, that means that it's going to be a, another formation lap, so it gives a bit more time to talk about uh, the setup then to the uh, the championship. Uh, so, as I say, James Kellett is the overall uh, leader of the G56s, the G56s, which were getting on for four seconds quicker around here in qualifying earlier on today. So big step up with those V8s. And he's the championship leader with those three wins. His nearest rival is Aston Miller, number seven. He starts right behind him on the grid. They're first and third uh, on the grid. Uh, cheer, Simon. Simon's just texted to say James Taylor is missing from the grid. So James Taylor, number 66, should be there, but isn't. So there's a gap ninth on the grid. So James, who's second in the G55 Pro Championship, missing. So... Blake Anglis leads the Pro Championship. He's in car number 84. Should have been right behind him, James Taylor, but he's not there. So Blake Anglis starts seventh. There's no ninth on the grid. And then next one behind him is going to be Daniel Morris, 11th on the grid. Uh, so that'll make essentially Luke Reed his nearest uh, rival in terms of the points because Luke Reed, number 80, uh, sorry, 26, is the driver third in the G55 Pro Championship. And he's right next to Blake on the grid. So they're two to watch, 84 and 26, in this uh, race when it gets underway. Blake Anglis, the 55 Pro leader from Coventry in Warwickshire. He was in the championship last year in the Ginetta Super Cup Pro Division. Best finish of fifth at Snetterton, sixth at Thruxton. Uh, but uh, he's had a really strong start this year. Those two class wins at uh, Brands Hatch. Luke Reed, who's just over his shoulder, right alongside him uh, on the grid. 27 from Dartford in Kent, ex-mini challenge racer. Uh, was 13th in the Ginetta Super Cup Pro Division last year. Got one third-place finish. That was here at Alton Park. A couple of sixth at Nockhill and Brands Hatch as well. And he's a former Renault UK Clio Cup racer as well. So they're two battling for the G55 uh, Pro honours. G55 AMS is being led by uh, Ian Duggan in terms of the points gained so far. He's come up from the Ginetta GT5 Challenge, got seven class wins uh, last, uh, sorry, two seasons ago in 2020. And Ian is uh, starting this race 13th on the grid in the number eight car. So he's the AM class leader in the G55 division. His nearest rival is Daniel Morris, number 31. He starts right in front of him on the grid in the number 31 car. And then in the G56 AM category, Darren Lung is the leader after the first weekend at Brands Hatch with two class wins, but been put to the back of the grid for this one. And Mike Brown is his nearest rival in the points, got 97 and 86 points respectively. It's 35 for a win, 30 for second, 26 for third. Bonus point for the fastest lap as well as the uh, cars are led back out onto the green flag lap.
the second of them and the race distance has been cut from 20 minutes to 18 minutes so it'll be slightly shortened race due to the time lost I wonder who it was that had the issue at the back of the field I think all the four cars that have been put to the back of the grid are still there Darren Lung who contested the last two rounds of the Super Cup last year in the AM class at uh, Donington and Brands Hatch. Certainly there, driver that leads his category within the uh, the championship. So watch for those coming through. Of the four that have been put to the back, Henry Dawes and Colin White, you would say, are the uh, two to watch because they are both in the more powerful G56 cars. And uh, Henry Dawes in the Pro Division has a couple of fourth place finishes at Brands Hatch. And Colin White is a legend of... Ginetta Super Cup Racing because he is the only driver ever to win four separate championships. He's in his 60s now, comes from Glastonbury in Somerset. He's had more than 200 race starts. He was the AM champion last year, 17 class wins out of 23. He was the Pro Am champion in 2020 uh, and AM class championship titles in 2015 and 2016 as well. So he is the driver that's had the most starts in the history of the Ginetta GT4 Super Cup with Reese Summerfield only just three races behind him so Colin is about to start his 233rd race in the championship Reese Summerfield who's car number 12 fourth on the grid is about to start his 230th Colin is right at the back in car 78 the black car at Reese in the orange white and green car starts on the second row of the grid in car 12 